I'm Jessica Lynn Verde, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for March 31st. And today we take a look at the collaboration which led to the movie and the book 2001, A Space Odyssey, and how it changed the world. Kubrick told Arthur C. Clarke that he had three areas of interest he wanted to address in his really good movie. He wanted to explore the reasons to believe in intelligent extraterrestrial life, the impact that discovery would have on Earth, and, quote, a space probe with a landing and exploration of the moon and Mars, end quote. Clark responded enthusiastically, and on April 22nd, the two spent eight hours talking about science fiction. Clark had written a short story in 1948 called The Sentinel. It dealt with astronauts finding an object on the moon. In the story, they determined the object had been transmitting a signal for millennia. They destroyed the monolith with an atomic bomb, stopping the signal. Then they realized that stopping the signal would notify the creators that something had happened to the moon, and they needed to come check it. This idea tied in nicely to Kubrick's vision of the long-term future of mankind. Kubrick believed that rapid development of space travel would force mankind to change how it viewed itself. Clark didn't like the suggestion that the Sentinel was the origin of 2001. He likened it to the acorn that resulted in the oak tree. The object found on the moon changed dramatically for the movie, in part because the original transparent tetrahedron was impossible to build at the time. And of course, the monolith played a more active role in mankind's development in the movie. Kubrick and Clark estimated it might take 12 weeks to write the script. Instead of the climax of the movie, The Sentinel became the beginning of the story. Kubrick convinced Clark that they should write the book, then distill the script from that. Clark handled the actual writing, but the plot was the product of both men. 12 weeks came and went, and they hadn't even completed the first draft. It took them 11 months to change the title from How the Solar System Was Won to Journey Beyond the Stars to 2001 A Space Odyssey. They were aware that the movie would be in theaters when man first walked on the moon. They had to get the lunar surface right, or the movie would look dated immediately. At one point, Kubrick approached the Lloyds of London about an insurance policy in case NASA discoveries in the immediate future rendered the movie obsolete. Ranger 6 had crashed into the moon in February 1964. It was intended to send back high-resolution images of the lunar surface on its way down, but the camera system failed. Ranger 7 launched in July and hit its mark on August 1st, giving Kubrick and Clark their best information about how the surface should look. After two years of writing, they had the beginning and more or less the end of the book. But they didn't have the middle. As Clark continued to write, Kubrick read every word while filming the pieces they had nailed down. This included worrying about the smallest details, like padding and hats to prevent injury when people bumped their heads in a weightless environment. He was also convinced buttons on clothes would be a thing of the past by 2001. And of course, he oversaw the building of a 38-foot Ferris wheel set that rotated to allow him to film the inside of the ship as it turned slowly in space to provide artificial gravity. 
book changes regularly became filming changes, and filming changes also made their way back into the book. In the end, the book took a full four years to write. The movie was released in April of 1968, and the book was released in June. The book sold millions of copies. The movie won countless awards and set the new standard for science fiction movie making that wouldn't be touched until Star Wars nine years later. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 31st. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.